<clears throat> Hello ladies and gentlemen, it's me Daniel K, the host of the Daniel K's Let's Plays podcast project. The world's chronologically first but preferentially second favourite audio only video game Let's Play project. Podcast, I mean, not project. Uh, yeah, hi, how are you? Oh, that's good. Yeah, me? Yeah, I'm still kind of sick. You might be able to hear very slight rasp just left over around the edges of my voice. Deep in the depths and corners of my voice, there's a tiny little kind of flat, uh, chalky stuntedness which has yet to leave me. But, uh, let's just keep on going with it, huh? Uh, to help me along through this uh, recording session, I have a delicious, uh, San Pellegrino sparkling natural mineral water with some Ribena syrup in it. Mmm. Very classy. And today we're going to be playing more Ihitovo story, or stories of Ihitovo, or Ihitovo monogo something or rather Yeah, let's, uh, let's, uh, let's, uh, let's get into it. Boom, and we're away. Wonderful. <clears throat> My emulator just glitches out when I uh, change from window to full screen mode. Yeah. So the last chapter was the fox and the uh, earth earth gods grove grotto talking uh, cedar tree. I mean birch tree. And wow, what a chapter that was! That was that was really something. I really didn't know where it was going. And it, I was uh, along for the ride all the way, the twists and turns and, and what ended up happening and all that stuff. It was really uh, exciting and surprising and, and a fun episode all around. Uh, I don't know if I agree with the game or Kenji Miyazawa that uh, this is this story is, 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 is all like a big moral. Like we should all take away a lesson from that story about not, not being a liar like the fox. Because I think the murderous Earth God is much more uh, to, to blame for how that whole situation went. And if he wasn't such a violent man, then uh, things probably would have gone along okay, at least. I mean, the worst that would have happened would be people were disappointed in the fox when they found out he was a liar. But in the end, he got murdered. That's way worse than being a liar. Being a murderer? Yeah. Worse to murder than to lie. Kenji? Worse to murder. Okay, let's just go Traveler's Log Chapter 5, shall we? Yeah, this 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 chapter... I've forgotten the name of this chapter, but it's like the story of Jimbo Smithick or something. Jim... Someone, someone. Um, yeah, I wish I knew what, what the, the title of this chapter was, but it's like... Yeah, the story of one specific person. Okay, here we are in the uh, hotel. As always, let's just walk. Um, I've just exited my little hotel room. Let's walk down the corridor and uh, say hello to the other hotel guests. Oh shit, the man's gone. I guess he wasn't making enough money here, he was saying, so he's moved on to the next town. Let's see what the woman has to say. Oh, it's so cold that you'd never guess it's actually summer. I guess that's why everyone in town is feeling a bit down. For context listeners, I'm recording in my shed. Uh, it's a real hot. Um, and yeah, I sat down, I got my controller plugged in and my microphone plugged in, and I was like, Jesus, I can't live like this, I've, I've had to take my shirt off, 
So I'm sitting here half naked in my shed, in my tin roof shed in Australia. So I hope you're all having fun imagining that. Yeah, alright, downstairs we go. And uh, let's just start exploring the town, huh? Um, yeah, we'll see... Let's see... Yeah, let's just start talking to people in the street. There's a man in the street. It's going to be hard to grow anything in this kind of weather. Hmm... I figure I should buy a, a lot of food now and start saving it up for the winter. Uh, says this man in the street. The environ environment looks exactly the same. Oh hey man, it was pretty selfish of me to go like, Oh ho, here I am in Australia, uh, and oh boy, it's real hot, and oh, I've had to, had to take my shirt off in my shed. Because I see in the news, America is a big floating ice block. Uh, there's no land there anymore, it's the goddamn... This, uh, you go out there and you chip the glaciers off your front porch when you go out. Sorry, America. Yeah, anyway, there's another man in the street. Hey, do you feel like it's been getting cold recently? Yeah, sorry if this is a triggering episode for you and your situation. Sitting around your podcasting application, chattering teeth. <laughs> let's get our mind off this freezing weather with the Daniel K's Let's Play. Oh no! Speaking to a woman. Oh, it's cool outside today. I feel like it's already fall, doesn't it? Wait, did I get that wrong? It's cool outside today. Yeah, I, I misspoke. Tom the Translator, you did perfectly well. I misread. <clears throat> yeah, it feels like it's already, doesn't it? Yep, yep. Hey, let's go see the stove cat. Oh, shit! Uh, closed for training! There's a, uh, uh, when I go to open the door of the stove cat's office, there's just a dialogue box which pops up, and I guess there's a sign on the door saying closed for training. I missed the stove cat! Why give me my stove cat back? I really liked that cat a lot! The office full of cats and one cat at a desk and I go talk to the cat? I miss the cat. Do I have to speak to freaking Leo Notchist? I don't have anything against the guy, but he's no stove cat. Yeah, let's talk to Leo. There we are. <clears throat> Hi, Leo. Oh, it's cold out now, even though it's summer. The cops won't grow... Uh, the crops won't grow well in this sort of climate. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, let's go check out uh, what the dumpling man's doing. There he is. Oh, I heard that the Cairo Brigade leader went to another country and mastered the art of preparing delicious cocktails. That's all he has to say. Yeah. Alright. Uh, let's see what his wife hanging out the front of his house has to say. Maybe it's his sister or his mum or something, you know? I don't really know. Hi, my husband can't resist it when he gets a craving for dumplings. <coughs> I heard the Cairo Brigade leader's going to start up his business again. Shit, let's go visit the Cairo Brigade leader. Here we are. I'm off to another country. Oh, okay. There's a sign on the door saying the Cairo Brigade leader is away. I thought that would be the, the kicking off point for this adventure. Alright, cut to me finding out more information by talking to people. I just entered the house of the little girl who says weird things. There's the little girl. Hi. I went to check out... Carbonado Island, and it looked like a volcano puffing out smoke. Oh, Carbonado Island. Okay. Thanks for the tip, little girl. Uh, off we go exploring the town some more for information. Here we are, I'm talking to my blonde friend in the uh, thingy. You know the thingy? The old thingy. Um, RC, RC Society, that's it. 
Fazalo. Oh, your name's Fazalo. That's sweet. Kenji sent a letter. He's been running about trying his best to support the local farmers. Kenji's going to meet with Bud Gusko. Here we are, Bud Gusko. At the Ihatovo Volcanic Research Facility. Where, where's the facility? Well, it's north of the Earth God's Forest. Inner monologue, listeners. Although he hadn't said anything about a journal being there, I decided to go to the Volcanic Research Facility. I figured I should head over to the village where it was located. Okay, awesome. Speak to this blonde guy's black-headed friend. Yeah, you found the third journal. Well, I'm glad to hear it. But right now, I'm worried about how cold it is. Okay, so we've got a volcano and unseasonably cold weather. This is the setting for this adventure. <clears throat> the normal sum normally summy summery town of Ayatovo struck by wintry cold, unseasonable cold weather, and there's a volcano in the north. It's funny, I think Tom at at Retro Translator on Twitter, who's translated this game, probably knows you probably know Tom if this is a good chapter or not. Like I bet when you were translating I wonder if this is true. If you translate the translation and you think, Oh shit, that was a good one. <laughs> oh wow, I like this chapter. Like, did you think that about the last chapter, the Earth God and the Fox? You're like, wow, that was a real rollicking ride. I bet people are really gonna gonna like that chapter when they play this game. And then, oh, the Ballad of Bud Gusko. Yeah, this chapter's kind of you know lacking in comparison. Is it like an obvious demarcation of quality in the cha- in the chapters like that, or is it all just like of a piece? Anyway. Well, I'm just talking to myself, aren't I? There's no one else here in the shed with me, so... Let's just... Uh, here we are in the world map, and here's the Volcanic Research Center town. Yeah, it's way up in the north of the map, on the coast. And I can see a volcano on an island off the coast. And there are little mini-islands, almost, that look like giant stepping stones leading out to it. A chain, an island chain. An archipelago? Ah, oh, my mind is, is being transported back to primary school where we learned about uh, uh, cartography and geography and whatever else. Uh, what an archipelago is. And uh, yeah, I just can't quite remember if it's an island chain. Anyway, off we go. New music. Cool. Magical, I guess, but also kind of spooky for this sort of standard-looking town. <coughs> it's the same sort of dirty, grassy floor. Uh... Uh, that sort of has made up all the other environments, and it's got kind of houses, generic-looking buildings strewn kind of randomly around. Here's one with an orange, uh, like an orange shingled roof, and here's one with like a blue tiled roof. Here's one with what looks like a silver corrugated iron roof. I should go into some of these. Let's use this first one here on the left, with the corrugated iron roof. It's just a small, like, two-room little house with a woman in it. Hi, woman. Oh, it's hard to believe it's summer. We haven't had a summer this cold for 15 years. Okay. 
I have to know. I have to remember to always talk to everyone a couple times because sometimes they've got like dialogue. No, yeah, she says the same thing. Sometimes more dialogue and so more story progression is hidden behind the first few lines. Okay, there's a man in the street here right by the entrance to town. <clears throat> the volcanic research facility is on the northern side of town. Okay, so that's where I should go. I'll just ignore my own advice and just leave him alone. I should t talk to him a second time. If I get desperate, I'll come back and find him. There's a woman in a house. This cold summer is really going to harm our crops. A quick drink break. <clears throat> I've entered a small house near the entrance and there's a little girl in the house. They say that there's a visitor at the volcanic research facility. Oh shit, maybe it's Kenji Miyazawa. Oh, get excited listeners, I'm sure it will be. I'm not quite ready to go to the research facility. I'm gonna keep on talking to people in the street and going into houses. A man in the street. Dr. Kubo, who works at the Ihetova Agricultural School, is deeply respected at the volcanic research facility. Yep, that's all he says. I've entered another house, there's a woman and a small child here. The woman says, the head of the Volcanic Research Facility is a young man named Bud Lee Gusko. Bud Lee Gusko. Sounds like a Patreon supporter. Let's speak to this little girl in the house. I'm gonna marry Bud when I grow up. Okay. Any more context? Nope. That's all she says. What does her mum say? A second thing? No, that's it. Okay. I guess Bud is a bit of a stud, huh? Alright, let's keep on exploring town. There's a building way off on the, the east of town, kind of along a, a winding kind of path. It just looks like a nondescript building. It's not the research facility, but it's, it's, it's out of town. Let's go in here. Oh, there's a woman here. And she's wearing a... She's a sprite I haven't seen before. She's a blonde woman. She's got a nice white dress on. It's like a belt cinching around the middle. And, uh... <clears throat> I don't know what you call them. Like lapels or a big collar? Makes it look quite fancy. Hi, I'm Nelly. Bud, who works at the Volcanic Research Facility, is my brother. And that's all she says. Oh, good. We've met Bud's sister, who's... Yep, Nelly, just here in the house. Okay, good to know. Keep on exploring the town. Alright, in the northeast corner of town, there's coast. Uh, there's like bollards and fences along a sea cliff, like a cliff... <clears throat> a rocky cliff down into the sea, but there's one like pier a sort of concrete uh, Structure which comes out uh, of the cliff a little bit with a, a boat moored next to it and a man next to the boat speak to the man I am a sailor. I can help you out if you'd like to head over to Carbonaro Ca Carbonado Island That's all he says. I guess we're not ready to do that yet Okay so I think I'm ready to come over to this building here, which is the research facility, definitely. It's a hexagonal? No. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. It's an octagonal building. With a second level. <clears throat> and with flagpoles at the top of the second level. Almost like signal flags, like semaphore flags. It's kind of like a really super squat lighthouse. And there's a... A guard in a blue uniform with a baton out the front, standing in front of the door. He says, This is the volcanic research facility. We can't let just anyone go inside. Oh. Oh, I guess I'm not ready to go in yet. I have to... Oh. Oh, well. Oh. Oh, okay. Uh, 
Um. Ah. Uh, okay. Okay, listeners, yeah, I think I've pretty thoroughly explored the town and I'm not getting access to the Volcanic Research Center without doing something else first. There was one clue. There's one guy in the street who says that, uh, uh, was his Professor Kabuto from the Agricultural College is well respected at the Volcanic Center. So let's go back to the, um, <clears throat> Agricultural College. There we are. And now let's, uh, step up to Kabuto's office. Oh, I've opened the door. Here he is. He's, he's pacing back and forth behind his desk. Dr. Kab... Oh. Kabuo. No, Kubo. Like Kubo and the two strings. Dr. Kubo. Not Kabuo, not Kabuto. I'm totally wrong. <clears throat> we have to do something about this summer being so cold. Yeah, that's a good professor voice. The quicker solution would be to increase the amount of carbon dioxide gas in the atmosphere. But how could we do such a thing? Huh? Well, do you have any business here? Uh, he stopped talking to me. Let's keep on talking to him again. You what? You, you want to meet with Bud Lee Gusko? Well, what sort of business do you have with Bud? Oh, you want to meet with Kenji. Do you mean Kenji over the other... Blah, blah, blah. I see society. Uh, but... But often asks him... F Bud often asks him for advice. Yeah, okay. Not one take. That'll do. That's fine. Kenji is always experimenting with making new types of fertilizers and new ways of growing plants. He does a lot of work. Leading the agricultural community in Iotovo. I heard that he and Bud have been collaborating on some sort of project recently. Oh, Kenji should be over at the Volcanic Research Facility now. But the security guard might give you trouble. Here, I'll write up an introduction for you. You'll be able to meet with him right away. I obtained an introduction from Dr. Ko Kubo. Dr. Kubo. Thanks, Doctor. Say hi to Bud for me. Okay, I'll say hi to Bud. Alright, and now just to travel back to the Volcanic Research Center town. Here we are, back in the Volcanic Research Center town. I'm walking up to the north, <clears throat> and then to the Research Center, and here's the security guard. Hi, buddy. Oh, I should go with the thing in my hand. Uh, should I go with this? The introduction from Dr. Kubo? Kubo? Yes. <clears throat> the introduction from Dr. Kubo. I held it in my hands. I handed over Dr. Kubo's introduction. Oh, you're an acquaintance of Dr. Kubo? I see. Well, please, go on inside. And the guard steps aside. Okay, this is easier than I thought. <clears throat> in we go, we're gonna meet Kenji, surely. All right, we're in the bottom of an octagonal room. There's a staircase in the middle of the room. Uh, there's some crates over here in the northern section of the octagon. <clears throat> and there's a... What looks a bit like a bedside table on the eastern edge, but no, there's no interaction interacting with anything. I'm just gonna go upstairs. Yep, oh, there's one man. This must be Bud, right? It's got brown hair. It's got a white suit. But Bud Lee Gusko, okay? I get his uh, sprite. Man, every single character in this game has a center part in their hair, and they look a little bit dorky. But this guy, as far as dorks go, yeah, sure, he's a fine-looking dork. Yeah, he'll probably be in the um, in the thumbnail, huh? Bud Lee Gusko. <clears throat> oh, you have an introduction from Dr. Kubo. What brings you here, then? I'm giving him a sexy voice, listeners. It's, it's just my voice. <clears throat> you heard that Kenji was here. Well, you just missed him. Ah, shucks. 
He headed back to the RC Society. Well, come on. This cold summer has to change soon, says Budley Gutko. If not, we're going to have trouble growing enough food to keep everyone fed. If this situation isn't dealt with, things will end up just like they did 15 years ago. There'd be a lot of orphans all throughout Iatovo. I'll do whatever I can to stop that from happening. I'm a real sexy man and I care about people dying. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, up here in this octagonal room, there's like computer instruments. There's books on tables and there's petri dishes off on, off on the, a table to the north. But apart from that, it's kind of sparse. It's just got this one guy, a Budley Gus, go in. So I guess we're going to go back to the RC Society. Cut back to the RC Society. Alright, here I am approaching the RC Society. In we go. Here's, um, the blonde guy. What's his name? Fazello, it's Fazello. Hello, Fazello. Uh, yeah. Kenji dropped by this morning and he cheered us all up. He should be visiting another village right about now. Really? Yeah, he says Kenji's been running about, trying his best to support the local farmers. He should be visiting another village now. Speak to the blackhead friend. Kenji left a letter here for you. Here, read it. Ah, oh, sweet. Thanks, friend. I took a look at the letter. Oh, here's my character reading a letter. Cool. Please excuse this letter out of the blue. I am Kenji Miyazawa. I'm getting a letter from Kenji. Thank you for collecting three of my journals. Keep them with you for the time being. If you're able to find all seven of them, bring them with you to the RC Society. I appreciate it. I'm Kenji Miyazawa. He doesn't... Yeah. P.S. Please offer some assistance to Budley Gusko if you would. He's been working very hard for the people of Ihetovo. Oh, cool. Uh, black-haired friend, do you have anything else to say? I can't just let Kenji handle everything I have to do my fair share, too. Let's go upstairs and visit the third friend of the RC Society. Hey, buddy. Kenji made me feel a lot better. I'm going to try even harder now. All right, let's go talk to Bud some more. Back and forth, back and forth. Alright, here we are approaching the research facility. No guard. Maybe the guard's inside. Maybe something terrible's happened to Bud. I hope so. I gotta say, listeners, you know what this story needs? Some kind of violent earth god, or a conniving fox, or a helpless captive tree woman who I feel terribly sorry for. Up the stairs we go. <coughs> oh, it's it's Professor Kubo talking to Bud Lee Gusko. Who do I talk to first? Bud. Charismatic Bud Lee Gusko. Oh, this cold summer has to change soon. If not, we're going to have trouble growing enough. Oh, it says the same thing. Okay, hey, Professor, what's up? Doctor, Dr. Kubo. Ah, the two of us are actually conducting an investigation. We're trying to come up with a way to warm the Ihatovo area. Budley Gusko says, Dr. Kubo had a very interesting theory. He figured that if we could increase the amount of atmospheric carbon dioxide gas, we could increase the temperature. Hey, that sounds like a great idea. Dr. Kubo says, yes, but the real question here is how we could go about doing that. Well, hey, guys, go a bunch of coal in the middle of town. We'll set fire to the coal and the oil. It is what a good idea. Increase uh, plastic production by like a million fold globally. Everyone's got a car now. No public transport. We just get in the car and go to work, work in the shops. Oh, this, oh, yeah, I'll get on this right away. Massive corporations. 
uh, single-use products, a convenience culture, great big supermarkets full of plastic cups, plastic spoons, you can buy them when you just buy a, a plastic uh, little bowl full of uh, god fucking damn thingy for lunch. This comes out of a cow. What do you call it? You know, fucking... What's it called? Ah, uh, Yogurt! Goddamn yogurt tubs! Motherfuckers! Puddly Gusko says, You know, Dr. Kubo, I was thinking, if we set up explosives at the volcano on Carbonado Island... Holy shit, bud. Couldn't we get it to erupt carbon dioxide gas into the atmosphere? Holy fuck, bud! Jesus, bud! Steady on! Dr. Kubo, Yes, I was considering that idea as well! But somebody would have to stay at the crater to handle the detonation! It would be extremely dangerous! What are we doing here, guys? Let's rethink for a second. Oh, the lava flow would make it very difficult to escape, says Dr. Kubo. Budley Gusko says, Difficult, yes, but not impossible. I think we have no choice but to give it a try. Jesus! Is this- what story is this coming from? Did Kenji come up with this in 19-fucking-30-fucking-something? Back before anyone knew what anything was going on? Oh. <clears throat> Hello. Yeah, definitely. I'll be back in a second, listeners. Alright, I'm back again. Sorry everyone. I had to uh, I had to quickly pause and do a little bit of childcare for a little bit. I had to look after my little son. Now I'm back here in the shed and uh Whoa, what the fuck is going on in this story? What is this? Budley Gusko, what are you doing, man? They gotta they gotta explode the volcano so they can get CO2 into the atmosphere because it's chilly? Because it's cold in summer, they gotta set off explosives in a volcano to put CO2 in the atmosphere. What is going on here? So this must be based on some source material from the 30s, but the game was released in 1993. So my question is, in 1993, did the game designers think this was a sincerely good story with an interesting plot, interesting characters and a plan, and so they put it in their game, or is this going to turn out real bad for Budley Gusko and Dr. Kubo? Is it going to be like, Oh shit, CO2 in the atmosphere, we've fucked the world! Is that, in 1993, is that, like, uh, does that have modern enough sensibilities and an understanding of the, 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 the effects of climate change and global warming? Do they understand that this plan is just fucked to death? I don't know, we're gonna find out. I didn't see this coming! Alright, Buddley Gusko says, As the head of the Volcanic Research Facility, I feel like this is something that I need to do. Buddy. Do more research, buddy. I don't want the same thing that happened 15 years ago to happen again. Everyone who suffered and died. All of the kids who lost their parents. Oh, bud. I don't want anyone else to go through what Nelly and I went through. Oh, bud, bud, you were an orphan. Bud and Nelly were orphans of the, the great... Cold, chilly winter of 15 years ago. I should have I should have put one and one together. Two and two together? Dr. Kubo. Oh, you lost your parents back then, didn't you, bud? Yeah, I got it, Doctor. Yeah, I see. 
I'll try to think of a safe way to see this plan through. You could probably shell the island from from uh, from the shore if you've got some kind of artillery cannon or a howitzer or something. You mad people. Don't know if Japan in the 30s was really... When... when... I don't know, I'm not, not, I don't have enough enough Japanese history to know when they started uh, production of military equipment like that. Oh, the two men allowed me to work as an assistant and go along with them to, to Carbonado Island. That's cool. That's fun. Good. Good, I get to be a part of this hell plan. Oh no, here we are back in the hotel. And the day came when we were all set to leave, so I headed to Nelly's house, the meeting place. Uh, so I've just gotten out of bed. I'm in the hotel. I'm not going to speak to anyone. I'm just going to head on... Head on out of town onto the world map. Here we are. I go up to Volcanic Research Center town. And, uh, I guess there's no one here to meet me. I'll just walk on up to the... Walk on up to Nelly's house. Here we are. And we step. There's Nelly. Hello. Wow. Oh, her portrait's good. Yeah, she looks pretty cool. She's got good hair, listeners. Yeah. Nelly is a woman with good hair and a good forehead. Hey, forehead report. Good forehead, Nelly. Dr. Kubo and Bud are waiting in the ship. You should go there now. And she steps out of the house. And so do I. So we'll go out to the ship. We're walking along the uh, the sea cliff. Has Nelly next to the pier? Go on then, she says, and take care out there. Look out for my brother, please. Up we step. Here's the shipman standing next to the ship. All right, let's be on our way. Ah, uh, and we get a beautiful panoramic pixel art image of Nelly watching us leave for the volcanic island. Nelly saw us all off to Cabanaro Island. Cub Cabanado, sorry. I'm getting gonna get that wrong. Okay, it's a rocky, cliffy island. Uh, kind of barren... What, what kind of rocks would you call this? Sandstone? But it's like a grey rock island. After we reached Cab Cabanado Island, we headed to the crater. Yeah, so the... The ship guy is staying by the ship. I could explore the environment a little. Yeah. Uh, the doctor and uh, Budley Gusco are heading up a kind of sandy ramp up a cliff face. I'm just going to walk along the shore here. Oh, it's a small circular island. I can go all the way around the island. I can actually see them. Uh, yeah, they're looking down into a volcanic crater, a glowing volcanic crater. Boy. Uh... Yeah, being this close to an active volcano, I guess. I guess it depends on how active the volcano is. But I think there's like a Werner Herzog documentary. Is it, uh, is it the uh, Antarctica documentary he did, which I really enjoyed, where uh, I think he he shows footage of some scientists who just go near an active volcano, and it's the most terrifying thing. It's just, just horrifying. They were famous for capturing incredible images of volcanoes. But this meant that they had to get dangerously close to their subject. Too close, as it would eventually turn out. It's like they're like, oh fuck, 
like there's just explosions because like molten rock is exploding out of the crater and it just kind of comes down every now and again and like all right okay so it's just like playing russian roulette there's just like rocks falling molten lava falling oh it, it's over there and oh it's over there and okay we just need to cross our fingers that it doesn't hit us and kill us or maim us terribly they were both instantly killed by a pyroclastic flow in japan together with 41 other people this is a very avalanche of superheated gases that killed them. What is rushing down this slope at over 100 miles per hour has a temperature of more than 800 degrees Fahrenheit. But uh, this island seems kind of calm and nice. I've walked up the uh, sandy slopes. I'm up at the kind of uh, peak of this this cliffy volcanic mountain. I'm here by the crater <coughs> with uh, the Doctor and Budley Gusco. And speak to the Doctor, Doctor Kubo. Ah, we've arrived safely at Carbonado Island, but blowing up this crater is going to be a lot harder than I thought it would be. We're just standing next to the uh, the the kind of glowing red hot hole in the top of the mountain. Hey, Bud, how's it going? Um, someone will have to stay here to make sure the crater gets destroyed. Dr. Kubo. Huh. Um. Am I expected to volunteer? No fucking way, bud. What's up, bud? Go ahead and leave this to me, Dr. Kubo. I'll flip the switch. Dr. Kubo says, but... Bud Lee Gusko says, oh, I'll be fine. Somebody's got to do this. Dr. Kubo. Oh, then I'll do it. Bud Lee Gusko. No, you can't. You're not as fast on your feet as I am. Just leave it to me. Dr. Kubo. Well, okay, I'll go along with your plan, but you should you should be all the more careful. And we left everything to Bud, and we got a safe distance away from the island. In the boat? What the fuck is Bud gonna do? We're taking the boat? No one sees... Why didn't we take two boats? There's goddamn four of us. There's the shipman, there's Kubo, there's Bud, there's me. We can take two boats. Dr. Kubo. Be careful, bud. Wait, they're still talking? Bud Lee Gusko says, yes, leave this to me. Yeah, now we're, now it shows us leaving. It said that we left before it showed us leaving. Oh, bud turns to me one last time. I can handle this on my own. Get to a safe distance in the meantime. Bud, this is a dumb idea. Bud, this is a dumb idea. All right, I'm following Kubo back to the boatman. All we can do is wait, huh? Yeah, and Dr. Kubo gets on the boat. Oh, you want to go back for the time being, says the boatman. We get on the boat and we leave Budley Gusko exploding the island. We headed back to the village and we waited for the sound of the explosion. This is a dumb... This is... This, this plan, this plan, this plan is the worst plan I've ever seen. I've ever heard of. Oh, we'll head back to pick up Bud once smoke starts rising from the crater. That was a tiny island. If you were if you were on the boat, you could f throw rocks into the crater from the boat. Like, yeah. Oh, Nelly approaches us. Doctor, where's my brother? Doctor Kubo. Ah, uh, he stayed behind on Carbonado Island. Nelly says, "You what?" And Doctor Kubo. Well, somebody had to stay to flip the switch. But there's no need to worry. We only used a small amount of explosives. We might not have used enough explosives to trigger a full eruption, even. But we couldn't put Bud's life at risk. Dr. Kubo continues. It's just about time for the explosion now. Yep, 
the ground shakes, and we see an animation of a volcano exploding. The explosion, uh... Ah! Oh, the explosion was far too big, says Dr. Kubo. Did Bud add explosives after we left the island? Nelly says, Carbonado Island is... And Dr. Kubo says, Oh, we can't save him. Considering that the explosion was a, as big as it was, he had to have been caught in the blast. He wanted to be sure that he'd save everyone. He knew that he had to make the volcano erupt, and he gave his life to see that mission through. Nelly says, Oh, Bud. And now the screen fades to black. Here's us. <coughs> Nelly's collapsed on her knees, watching the island explode, and me and Kubo. It just looks like a, the volcano is erupting. The rest of the island looks fine. Like, from back here, it kind of looks like... Like, he'd probably be fine, I reckon. Carbonado Island volcano had erupted, spewing carbon carbon gas into the atmosphere. It spread across the skies over Ihatovo. Budley Gusko had saved everyone at the cost of his own life. Ah, oh, our hero, Budley Gusko. Several days later... Ah, um, Nelly comes to see me in the hotel. Nelly had come to pay me a visit. Nelly, I found this while I was going through my brother's things. It was a journal. I want you to have it. Thank you so much for everything. I took the journal. I mean, I'm complicit in your brother's idiot death. The doctor is also complicit in this dumb death? <sighs> to my surprise, it was one of Kenji's journals. Wow, what a, what a shock. I obtained the Journal of Ceremonial Laws. Oi, oi, oi. Uh, we see pixel art of a uh, golden cornfield in the countryside. The explosion at Carbonado Island caused the temperature to go up at the next sunrise. Wow. The people of Ihatovo calmed down and their lives became peaceful again. That fall, Ihatovo was blessed with a bigger harvest of crops than usual. Oh, good. Good old Bud and his wonderful volcano. They should have... A little bit of criticism for this chapter. They should have showed the impact of the cold more. When I was walking through town, there was just green grass and trees. The only hint that it was cold was people saying, Oh, it's kind of weird and cold, isn't it? I guess the conceit was that it was going to be cold the next winter. Like, because it was cold in summer, it would be ultra cold uh, in the winter. Before, like, for me to be excited about Bud uh, sacrificing his life in a volcano explosion in the dumbest plan I've ever seen uh, in anything, I would have had to have seen more, uh, more reason for that to happen. You know, I want to see ice on the streets. I want to see people chattering and freezing and needing medical medical attention. I want to be involved in saving someone from dying of hypothermia on the street. I want to bring them into the movie theater and like wrap them in blankets and say, <coughs> all right, so from now on, you know, we need a buddy system when you go out in the cold, it's so freezing. Man, this just can't go on. Everyone's going to die. But instead it was just, hey, let's go explode the volcano. Yeah, let's do it. Bang. Oh shit, Bud's dead. Well, fuck Bud. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Okay. Oh boy, listeners. I'm not on my A game. I'm sorry. I feel kind of dry and sick. But I hope you've enjoyed this insane chapter. This was as mad as the um, as the fox and the birch tree story, but I was much less invested in it. 
um, and it's a failing of failing of the game, I think. I mean, I still love this game. It's like <coughs> it's way better than. In a weird way, it's way more entertaining than I was expecting this game to be. I thought this would be pretty relaxed in a boring kind of way, but this is relaxed in an exciting kind of narrative kind of way. Like I don't know, I'm loving this game. I'm having fun criticizing this game sometimes. Uh, yeah. Okay, let's let's finish this episode, shall we? Uh, quickly save the game. <coughs> and now, listeners. Oh, chapter six. Ozbel and the elephants. Ozbel and the elephants. Okay. I'm excited to, to to I'm excited to play through Ozbel and the elephants, huh? I hope you are too. I'll see you next time when you come back for more. Ihetovo monaga mona mona monagatori monagatari malagatoni more Ihetovo malagatoni stories of Ihetovo the Kenji Miyazawa game full of weird shit. Bye everyone.